0: Hello, Podakumans, and welcome to another episode of the Podakiesis podcast, a podcast about what Christians believe and why it matters. I'm Brett Maddox, and once again, we're joined by your very best friends and the 2021 champions of resolution making. I guess you need to really uphold that championship in 2022. Alan Kaysen and Jim Morrow, how are you guys doing? I am doing fantastic. (laughs) I hadn't seen y'all in a year. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> I, oh, I, i'm goodness. doing great y'all i'm telling you i i'm gonna keep the title because i can make a resolution like nobody's business yeah, there you go keeping you it go. is not one of the criteria for this particular right. award it yeah. was for resolution yeah yeah yeah, yeah. making yeah. wasn't it or something making. like that. yo yo yo, yeah, yo, yo i
0: can make a resolution
1: <laughs> i can make a resolution like john edwards can make a resolution i can make okay. resolutions like uh, congress makes resolutions <laughs> okay hamilton <laughs> <laughs> Better watch out! I'm about to drop a rap battle on you. Please, and this show please, has gone off the rails. All our our, our uh, welcome our to 2022. Are... Produ- <laughs> produced by Lynn manuel Miranda.
0: <laughs> please, our our listeners, they demand a rap battle out between Alan Cason and Jim Morrow. I mean, it's it's. It...
2: I'm gonna throw in some Moana
1: too. <laughs> uh huh. Fifty five star reviews, and we'll put down a rap battle. Ooh, fifty. Ooh, Ooh fifty five star reviews. Mm-hmm. 50! 50! Mm-hmm. Wow.
0: All right, I'm going to hold him to that. Well, speaking yeah, of, which, of just imagine if this is, <laughs> Can you not just imagine
2: if this is somebody's first time listening?
0: <laughs> I thought this was supposed to be Christian. What's going on with these guys?
2: God <laughs> bless
0: you. Um, hey, speaking of social media and five-star reviews and all, hit us up on social media at is where you can find us on Instagram, on Twitter, and on Facebook, and leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. That is most helpful. Uh, we Our last episode, we had a special episode with Kevin Watson um, from the Wesley House of Studies at, at Truett Seminary at Baylor University, and he's also the discipleship pastor at Waco First UMC. And um, what a great, great uh, episode that was, and we're so thankful for, um, for Dr. Watson being with us. Um, but here we are with another regular episode uh, as we get back into the catechism. And for a long time now, we've been dealing with the Ten Commandments, and here we are on the latter half of the Ten Commandments, and we're dealing with a big one today, guys. We're dealing with the Sixth Commandment, that you shall not kill. So uh, we're going to go ahead and get started. We're going to read uh, the, the, um, the the catechism questions and answers, and then we'll uh, get into some scripture and and discussion about what this all means. And so let's go ahead and get at it uh we'll start with the first question dealing with the sixth commandment that is which is the sixth commandment
2: the sixth commandment is you shall not kill all right hmm. that's
0: pretty
1: that's a memory verse it is <laughs> yeah that's so easy let's tell hey, all the guys, kids to guys, memorize what's your, it what's your life verse <laughs> Exodus 2013. You shall not kill. You, shall
0: not, <laughs> you shall kill. not kill. <laughs> that's uh, a good life verse to have. I'm just gonna say. Yeah, I life. mean,
1: like at minimum, it's not bad. I think that's a great first week of January. Learn that. Yeah. You've been, you know, if you've been on Christmas break for a while, um, right. school hadn't started back yet. You're just uh itching for all the things, and in laws are, in-laws are still in town. <laughs> just remember your just remember your life verse. You shall this not kill. Is, you should, I think um, I'm bordering on breaking another commandment right now, so let's move on. Oh, goodness. So the scripture, of course, is from Exodus chapter 20, verse 13. And you know, there's always an interesting debate, and we can talk about it later, about well, what about killing and murder and murder right, and killing? Right. Are they different things? And does this commandment allow us to take life if we use one word and not the other? Um, and just to note that throughout the various translations of the scripture, of course, Exodus 20, verse 13 is originally in Hebrew, um, you'll find different translations. Uh, one. Translation, the New Revised Standard Version is an academic, mainline, uh, solid ecumenical translation. The verse says, You shall not murder. And the footnote says, Or kill. Or so kill. it's showing sure. you that yeah. the term, Or kill. The, the term <laughs> murder could be translated either way. Because right. just a reminder to all of our friends out there, languages don't translate one to one. Right. Words translate families of ideas and it's context that matters. So both of those being an, are an appropriate translation of the Hebrew words in the verse.
0: That's right. And you know, I've, I've well, we'll get back into that into, in a minute. So let's just move on. Ooh. Well, and, 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 and either one of them,
1: not, not, good. Good. They, not good. Let's just, will just break it down. Don't uh, <laughs> focus on that. Just focus on the don't. <laughs> don't do not do it. You shall not. No,
2: do not. That's right. Um but hey, we can talk about killer murders. Yes, later, we can. That's so. right.
0: All right, so uh, here we go. So, what is required of the sixth commandment, or in the sixth commandment?
2: Well, the sixth commandment requires all lawful
0: endeavors to preserve our own life and the life of others. All right. Um, mm. Interesting. Here, it's not just about us; it's about others.
1: Um, yeah. So the the catechism makes uh makes an interpretive move here of course in yep. the scope of all yeah. christian theology so it's like preserving it's not just take don't don't take life it's you yeah. must also yeah. then preserve life you see it's not just a prohibition it also is like an additive attitude mm-hmm. and it includes our life and yeah. another's life yeah so that's an interesting move that the catechism makes <laughs> now Alan, tell us about some other interesting moves that the catechism makes in the scripture proofs
2: oh yeah so there's a couple of there's a couple of scripture proofs that the catechism provides that really um um i don't know um there's some context missing and um it's it's sort of trying to help answer uh, answer the question um well um that just don't make a lot of sense it's just not the best it's <laughs> be not the they're not the they're not the scripture proofs I would have picked out. And uh, and for, there are there
1: are other ones. That's true. There are plenty <laughs> <true>. of others <laughs> yeah.
2: in the vastness of scripture. Uh so uh we're gonna we're gonna touch on a few yeah. of those, but we're gonna we're gonna hit on some others that we think are um more appropriate. Yes.
0: So and then um the next one is what is forbidden in the sixth commandment? The sixth commandment
2: forbids the taking away of our own life or the life of our neighbor unjustly or whatsoever tends unto it.
0: You know, one of the things I like about the catechism when it breaks up the Ten Commandments into the various questions that it does in an interpretive manner, as Jim had said, is that um, there's always that what is required in this commandment and what is forbidden in this commandment. And I do think that's Mm -hmm. a helpful Theological rubric to use in the Ten Commandments is the what is required, what is forbidden, what is required. Especially for those that are do not do, do not do, do not do. Because well, and I
1: think yeah, you, go ahead. You ahead. oh, y'all are so polite in twenty twenty. I'm, I'm
0: going. I'm Alan. You got the floor. <clears throat>
1: Okay, thank you. Um, I I just
2: I think it goes back to what Jim was saying about the um, it's not just a prohibition, but there's a additive to it. And I think that's helpful um, because we can read the we can read the Ten Commandments thinking, Oh, well, God's just telling us what not to do. Uh, But he's also telling us what to do, you know. um, And so,
1: yeah, I just think that's helpful. It's a it's a philosophical and theological mode called via negativa, which is defining what is by what is not. It, right. So just keep it simple here, right? Um, how do you know what it is? Well, part of part of what I know, how I know what it is, is by what it's not. Right. Um, so it's not just telling you what not to do. The Ten Commandments are a part of God shaping the community of His people into who they are going to be. And when I read these, I always like to, um, and maybe I stole this from Brian Russell. Um, what kind of person do I have to be for this to be true about me? Right. And what kind of people do we have to be for this to be true about us? Right. So
0: the, com- yep. the community aspect of this is—I'm glad you brought up Brian Russell. Um, mm, he's got a yes. great study called Invitation, which is uh, kind of a 40,000-foot view of Scripture, uh, study of Scripture, thematics, and, 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 and whatnot. And part of that is the role of community and mission, the role of community and in scriptural interpretation, and how scripture impacts community. That's a good way of putting it. That's a um, that's. Helpful. And this,
2: these were rules
0: for community. Absolutely, so. absolutely. So um, we've got a couple of scriptures we want to mention. Some that are not in the Catechism, and some that are. One would be the very words of our Lord Himself, and uh, from Matthew. So, Alan, I think you've got that.
2: Sure. Yeah. So um, Jesus actually teaches on. This commandment, along with the next one, um, and he does so in Matthew five, the Sermon on the Mount, um, and he has a he has a little bit of a spin on it. Um, so, uh, I'm going to read Matthew five verses twenty-one through twenty-two. He says, "You have heard that it was said to the people long ago, which was sort of a, uh, a teaching tool that Jesus had. You've heard it said." But he 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 was re- reinterpreting. Mm-hmm. Um you have heard it said to the people long ago, you shall not murder. Mm-hmm. Um direct quote from uh, from from our past from our uh commandment. And anyone who murders will be subject to judgment. But I tell you that anyone who is angry with a brother or sister will be subject to judgment. Um so um so Jesus Jesus Takes it a whole another couple step steps uh, further. That it's not just not just the act of of killing someone or murdering someone, taking someone's life, but it's uh, sort of the I'm um, gonna guess the emotion of anger, the of being. Um,
0: um, I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. Hate. The, in, the uh, internal. The,
1: Uh, position the internal state of your heart regarding another Mm -hmm. um, yes um which for jesus is is so important
0: right like that that, that's the piece to that that is so important for him is that it's not just we can't um we can't um we can't let that go we can't just say well that's just the way i feel but that's not the way i'm acting
1: right and it also is a higher standard like um When Jesus is giving this teaching in the Sermon on the Mount, one of the things that he says is, do not think that I have come to abolish the law. No, I've come to fulfill the law. Mm -hmm. Not meaning to put an end to it, meaning you don't have to do it anymore, but like to bring it to its ultimate climax. Right. And so it takes what is outside and brings it inside. It's not just that you're not to kill, but you're going to be the kind of people who can love, in the words of one of our guests, Ken Collins, with holy love. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And that would Mm -hmm. include... Not holding anger against your brother. Now, there's pastoral moves that we are going to need to make there. We don't have to do here, Um, but we have the emotion of anger and then the state of remaining in anger, which are two different things. So, to get ticked off at your friend uh, is not the same, in my opinion, as uh, being angry in the way that Jesus is talking about, because we're going to have emotions. Anger is not bad. As it's a God-given emotion mm-hmm. to show that a boundary has been crossed, mm-hmm. um, but holding anger and and letting it grow into bitterness and damaging relationships, etc., right. cetera, etc., cetera, is harming in the way that Jesus is talking about.
2: And, and then, G, you know, and then Jesus goes on. He he gives a couple of examples about, um, you know, if you're going to the altar to give a gift um, and you realize you need to reconcile with a brother, leave the altar and go reconcile to your brother um you know same thing with the court with going to court with with a you know it's all well and what we remind ourselves about these commandments is especially these latter half are dealing with our relationships with one another Mm -hmm. and these relations these commandments again are are prohibited are written in the prohibition language but um are meant to um keep us in right relationship with one another um and that's what jesus is getting to that that you know if you've got deep seated anger and um resentment or whatever towards another then you, the, the the longer you hold on to that the less likely you're you're going to mend that relationship and that relationship will you know will be broken
0: for for um, a little while as a prayer practice i would do um as some of our uh, the ancient church fathers and even the reformation uh, folks did is um pray the um, Lord's Prayer every day, recite the Apostles' Creed, and also recite the Ten Commandments. But I would use my recitation of the Ten Commandments as a prayer focus. So I would say one of the commandments and then I would have a prayer over that and then another commandment. Whenever I'd come to You Shall Not Kill, uh, inevitably it would always come about in my prayer, um, help me Lord not to kill others with my words, my thoughts, with my deeds. Um, because, you know, harboring hatred, harboring, you know, areas of unforgiveness, um, it it really was would turn what this, you know, act, this heinous act outward would be an inward focus for for me on that. So that was helpful for a season while I was mm. doing that as a prayer practice. So, uh, yeah, Jesus takes this seriously, though. That's one of the things about this. This is a, a big piece um, that is not in the Catechism, by the way. That's not in the Scripture proofs of the Catechism. Yeah, that's
1: that's okay. So let's just pause for a minute. Is that not the obvious additional <laughs> place to go? Um, like you're talking about. I mean, I, kill, you're I, like, what am I going to do? Well, and it's
0: like,
2: you know, for <laughs> but our but listeners who would listen to next week, the next, the next episode uh, on the next commandment, they 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 do include it. So it's just an odd choice. Um, yeah. Um, to leave it out. Yeah. Um, and, um, yeah, I mean, yeah. And essentially cause Jesus is like, I mean the 10 commandments, you could just say, you know, if you're just following the 10 commandments, well, I'm not, I, I've not, i am i am not killed anybody. Have you killed anybody? I didn't kill anybody. I'm, we're yeah, all good. We're there. Yeah. And then Jesus comes around and says, we've all done. Yeah. It's more it. than yeah. that. It's all, it's more than that. And then none of us are, are,
1: um, um, yes that's right so yeah and and when we talk about why this matters uh let's let's remember to see if we can at least give a nod to the fact that um the catechism broadens this out to um don't deprive people of the things that are necessary for their life and then look we're a part of a wider society and we participate in things that may even unwittingly be doing that yeah, And so that's worth thinking about. And I know that might be politically unsound to say at a day like ours, <laughs> but got to think about that stuff. Oh, yeah. Absolutely.
0: Sure. Um. And so then, uh, interestingly enough, so we've got the Exodus passage, which is the Ten Command, the part of the Ten Commandments. We looked at that already, but um, you know there was already a prohibition against taking blood um, of another person that comes from even the uh, the Noahic con- commandment uh, or covenant, I should say. Uh, just real quick, um, in uh, Genesis chapter nine, right after uh, Noah and the flood and. All that's going on, the covenant that is being made there. Um, I'm just going to start at verse 3, but the whole passage here is important, but I'm just going to read a few verses here. Uh, starting at verse 3, "'Every moving thing that lives shall be food for you, and as I gave you the green plants, I give you everything. Only you shall not eat flesh with its life, that is, its blood. For your lifeblood I will surely require a reckoning of every beast, I will require it and of man.'" of every man's brother I require life, uh, I will require the life of man. Whoever sheds the blood of man, by man shall his blood be shed, for God made in man in his own image. And one of the interesting pieces to this, I think I've said this before, um, first of all, that, that passage out of Genesis, it, it shows that life is very important to the point if you take a life, your life will be taken now, but what's important here is I've, I've shared with this, uh, on this podcast that I am, um, anti capital punishment, that I am, um, anti death penalty for various reasons. Uh, but one of the things that is interesting is John Wesley himself did not, was not anti capital punishment and his notes on the old Testament, when it comes to this, um, he, um, He talks about the difference between, um, and maybe it's not the, uh, let me see, I'm reading these notes now real quick. It wasn't this, it was a different teaching of his where he talks about the role of the magistrates in, um, in taking life. The government, basically, um, and then as being different than the role of, let's say, me going out and just shooting, uh, you know, taking the life of somebody, you know, killing them, whatever. And so even John Wesley in his day, there was this tension that was going on between uh, the role of the magistrates in um, life for a life, that kind of thing, um, and also those who, like myself and others who are anti-capital punishment, saying that nobody has the right to kill except for, well, God has the right to ev- so um, some interesting pieces there uh, to this that is not really cut and dry
1: when it comes to what this all means. Right, and Wesley, Wesley mentions also um, that this commandment doesn't forbid our own necessary defense. Right. Um, that's and there, there, I believe the context um, there is in national or yeah. uh, community defense. Um, so there is a distinction there, um, and one of the things that's difficult— um just approach another you know big topic briefly is though if though if everything was perfect i think it would be a little less difficult for some people but there is so much lack of certainty about who nations and states put to death as as a punishment for crime that you can't guarantee that everybody's got it right all the time That's and right. there are there are innocent people um there and there's, so there's just a lot to think about there mm-hmm. um i think i think at minimum <clears throat> i would not want to applaud e- any capital punishment at all i would want i want i would not want people to do that um yes. you know, yeah. where where people fall fall on the issue of its rightness or wrongness I think if it, it, the the level playing field for me, the shibboleth for me so to speak for all of you Old Testament and west wing fans um <laughs> is let's at least let's at least agree that this is not good Yes. um what's yes. happening is, yeah, is right. tragic period yes. and then and then the debate because there's a lot there's a lot of folks out there who just are, are a little too gleeful yes. um yes. about sure. vengeance and taking right. of life.
2: Well, I think uh, you know the Catechism says it forbid the commandment forbids the taking away of our own life mm-hmm. or the life of a neighbor unjustly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. and so I think we you could say that just because the government's doing it does not make it just.
0: Right, or you um, can say it the other it, way I, around: is that just you, because the neighbor can, the, right. it can be just if the government's doing it? That would be more of a um calvinistic way of looking at the role right. of government in the world being set up
1: i guess calvinistic i could be wrong on that and
2: it depends it, and maybe it certainly would depend on the government yeah. that's doing right, it right. you know um yeah so
1: yeah the catechism is clear to put that word justly in there and it's it's um a little bit out of my purview to define what that is in all circumstances it's really hard to paint with a it broad is. brush on it the, is on any of this and that's why we have so many troubles. Um, you know, with the legal discourse and the political discourse yep. around issues is because you just can't paint with a broad brush. Amen. Um, but it is clear about unjust. Now, you mentioned, Alan, you reminded us that the Catechism mentions not harming oneself. There is another interesting mm-hmm. scripture proof out of Acts chapter 16. Mm-hmm.
0: Um,
1: it's a story when Paul's in prison. Um, gosh, I think uh, he might be with Silas at this point, and then there's the earthquake, and the you know, prison bars are broken up and he gets out and the jailer is like, Oh man, I'm going to get in trouble. And he goes to to take his own life out of either an honor situation or just complete. He doesn't want to get, you know, yelled at by <laughs> well, his boss.
2: He's, he's fe- I think he's fearing he's, his, his, he's own afraid. Life.
1: He's, his life will be taken yeah. away. But Paul, so, but Paul shouted, it says in verse 28, but Paul shouted in a loud voice, do not harm yourself or we are all here. Right. Now, again, this is, um, you can extrapolate. I think the point that the Catechism wants to make by stating this as a proof is, "Hey, look, don't harm yourself either." I don't know if you maybe are going to go all the way. I don't know. It's it's an interesting text to pull, but the point is true that um, we and we must love our neighbors as we love ourselves, and so therefore uh, we take care of our own life, we tend to our own life, we preserve our own life as well.
0: Yeah. You know, um, <clears throat> that's right. You know, this is the one. Piece of the Ten Commandments that always makes me think because a lot of the issues that we've been discussing already, I have you know I can I can stand on my theological and philosophical and moral high horse against capital punishment, but I'm not a pacifist, so um, maybe that's inconsistent. I don't know. Um, I think more, one of the reasons that I'm I I, I land on capital punishment has to be more for um, innocent innocent people who um, um, are are. Put to death, um, but also I understand, and I and I tell people all the time that I I can I can be very inconsistent. You know, I can be pro life from uh, cradle to grave. I can be anti capital punishment, but I'm not anti war. I'm, I'm not anti police. I'm not anti any of that stuff because I we live in a broken and fallen world. So a lot of this, um, as Jim and Alan have brought up, there's a lot of um, none of this is easy. Um, and part of the issue with the Ten Commandments and a lot of the laws of the Old Testament is that there's not a lot of um, detail painted around those laws. It's just, "You shall not kill, you shall not commit adultery, you obey the Sabbath." Now the rabbis and others, they would add things to that, interpretive things to that, but the law itself was very. Non, non-specific, non-detailed specific. So that just adds to the discussion, the theological, moral, ethical, philosophical discussion that comes with these mm. Ten Commandments.
1: Well, because it's the beginning of the year, I've been reading in the beginning of the Bible. There you um, go. <laughs> I'll probably, I'll, just like the rest of the population, I'll probably yeah. get behind within the week. Um, but over in both, uh, pro- lately, mostly in Numbers, I was reading even today. So you'll see a lot that somebody will have an issue and then they will go to Moses or they will go to the priest for a judgment about it. Yeah. So even where there's these broad things, they require the interpretation. And in the community of Israel, God has given provision for that. So right. there's just a, there's a lot to think about. But let's not let—this could be a thing that happens in our, in our cultural conversation. Let's not let the fact that it's difficult and there's a spectrum take away from the fact that thou shalt not kill. Yeah. Yeah. I think sometimes what happens, yeah. and this is Jim speaking, um, that it just feels like we just want to justify doing the wrong by with a little bit of whataboutism mm-hmm. or or um, a, a little bit of cancellation. Like, well, it can't be wrong if this and this. And it's almost like, are you trying to argue right. for the wrong or are you trying to, to find a nice, cl- more clear, consistent way to live? Yeah. There's, there's, also, there's also a place for um, someone who can resist an idea and still give deference to those who have to have the authority over it. So yeah. for example, in matters of capital punishment, one can resist and lament and seek reform and still have deference to those who have the actual authority uh, and responsibility to make those judgments and carry those things out. Yeah. So there's a lot of spectrum I would hate to use the word inconsistent, like like you know you had mentioned, Brett. Yeah, there's just such a spectrum, yeah, um, of of places that we all situate ourselves in life. Like I don't have responsibility for some of these things, um, but I, it doesn't mean that I can't think and pray and hold conviction about them.
0: That's that's a good word, and and maybe is the wrong word. It's just these are the struggles, and and the I, I I've recognized this in my own of way of of. Looking at the world and and dealing with these issues and 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 having these arguments with folks, um, important arguments that need to be had. Um, and so the spectrum argument is a good way of putting it. And once again, Jim shows why he's a co-host on this show. Thank you, Jim. Appreciate that. That's a that's a, yeah, that's a that's I, I'm, the, I'm
1: the guy who takes us from a 30 minute episode to an hour and five minute episode. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: you know, another area. Um, and I think Jim had alluded to this as well as. You know, when we talk about the death, um, not death penalty, when we talk about you shall not kill, there are wider issues to this, I think, in the way the church, we as followers of Christ, need to approach this as well. Uh, Alan alluded to this in the reading from Matthew 5, but it's not just about you you going out and not, you know, murdering somebody, uh, but it's also about our relationships with folks, but it's also about our communal relationships, um, I think issues of poverty are an issue of life and death. I think issues of education mm-hmm. are issues of life and death. I think all these things are important. If you are in any community and you're involved in any community, you see the good, the bad, and the ugly of that community. Uh, teachers, our teachers who listen to this, understand um, how important things like um, um, education and um, dealing with poverty and all that is to to the kids they deal with because they see this all the time i can tell you my wife who's a teacher um we have we've had a pretty big crime spree here um um, um, i think we have broken uh, records for the number of people who have been murdered in columbus georgia this year or last year in 2021 and uh, a number of them were kids um, and, um, from bad parts of town, from quote unquote, bad parts of town. And there are times when my wife will say, you know, she'll see a thing pop up. She'll, and she'll, her immediate reaction is, I wonder if that's one of my kids. I wonder if that's one of my kids. I wonder if they're affected by this, uh, these issues of life, these issues of not, you know, taking care of each other, not the, the, the this extends to more than just whether or not we're going to go kill someone off the um out of a crime of passion or out of uh, um uh, a premeditation or whatever it, it's everything it, it imbues everything it's in everything that goes on and so i think a lot of these issues are important when dealing with issues of life and whether or not we kill or not hmm. And, and and I know those are controversial things. You know, those get labeled, you know, liberal or conservative or or whatever. But we in the church, we need to take back this language, in my opinion. Like this needs to be the voice of the church to say when things are going wrong in our community, uh, and, and if we're especially if we promote issues of life or whatever, we need to stand up for life all over the place. And so, I would just encourage Christians to get involved in
1: your communities because it is a life or death situation yeah there's got there's got to be a place for christian moral discourse and we can't be afraid to do it it, mm-hmm. it takes and i uh, i'm speaking a little ignorantly but it seems like it takes a little more courage today than it did a you know even a few years ago i think so i um, think so to be able to say something um i remember recently um we had the trial for the Amad arbery trial out of right. brunswick georgia glenn right. county georgia um and i mentioned that in the pulpit and i remember my heart racing yeah because it because it's become so difficult to talk about i grew up just south of there um and it's it, it was hard to say that that man should not have died because there were enough people trying to say otherwise yeah, and no. um in the national discourse and the problem is though so you just you kind of got to find your home in god and say and say and speak um and do you don't yeah. want to just be a loud clanging gong speaking to issues all the time but there we need to remember that we have a place in the there's a moral discourse yes. not just a political discourse not just twitter um, I don't know if you know this or not. You can have conversations outside of Twitter. I don't, you guys may have forgotten. Some really? people out there may have forgotten. You can. And you actually can have opinions that um, don't come from Twitter. That's right. I forgot that for a while. Um, and you can
0: actually take a stand and not just say something on Twitter.
1: Oh, gosh. Yeah. You know, you can, did you know that a page in your journal can hold more than 260 Woo! characters? <laughs> and you don't have to worry about getting ratioed. It's oh, pretty amazing.
0: That.
1: That's right. Um, anyway, so. Just thinking out loud here. Yeah, no, I think that's I think
0: that's good. Um, one of the things I love about these parts of the Ten Commandments is that they force us to look at ourselves, to look at our community, um, and to um, look at what Jesus can do um, in us through us. Um, way too much, I think, we try to rely on our own selves, and we this is where we fail. We our own politics, our own whatever. And we we fail in that, um, but when we look to Jesus to trans, transform our hearts, uh, to make us into the people we were created to be, then um, this becomes more, there's more to this. There's more, it's more meaning, it's more powerful, it's more impact, it's life-changing, it's life-transforming. So, um, uh, absolutely. Yes.
2: So... Um... I've gone quiet here for a little bit, uh, let you guys uh, talk. And, uh, it's cause I was trying to figure out if I, sh- if and how I should bring this up, but I've just been, I just, I've been reading a lot of the catechism, the answer, uh, what is forbidden. Um, and really what's what's lawful and the endeavors to preserve our own life, forbidding to take away our own life. Okay. And I just can't help but think about suicide. Okay. Um, and, yeah. I just don't think it's something we should, I think it's something we should bring up. And and Brett and I particularly um, were affected by suicide last year. Uh, A colleague of ours um, chose to take his life. And um, I just think, and I I, I don't, I'm not prepared to talk about, um, you know sin not sin I, I i that's one of those god things that that i just choose to 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 give into his hands and um i do know that this podcast will be on for a long time and so if there's anybody listening that is um that is whenever you listen to this if you are uh struggling um with thoughts of suicide depression so forth um, reach out to, to somebody, reach out to us, um, suicide prevention lifelines, 1-800-273-TALK. Mm-hmm. Um, call it, talk to somebody, reach out to somebody. Um, the thing about this commandment, he says, you shall not, keep, God is for life, mm-hmm. is for life. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we can talk about all the nuance and, and this and that, but God is for life, including your life, including our life and so we can we can talk about um we can talk about uh, do thou shall not kill or thou shall not murder as you know something we do to somebody else but you know uh the catechism brings to light so it's something that we can do to ourselves and so um just uh just want people to know that they're not alone mm-hmm. and that uh that they 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 have people so um just felt something i needed to share and and uh um we love our mm-hmm uh potakesis community. So, um,
0: yeah, I agree. Thank you. Those are, those are yes. Powerful. Thank you, Alan. All right. So, um, we um are going to move on to wrap this episode up here. Um, this is powerful. I think if we, we want you to take anything away from this episode, at least if I want to take anything away from this episode is that, um, these, these are important, hard thoughts and, and discussions and theology. Jim said something uh, to me a, a couple weeks ago. Um, Jim, you, you said, um, I live my, how did you put it? My, I live my theology in, from my, in my bones. Like my theology <clears throat> is in my bones, it's in my very being. And that statement has stuck with me for the last, few weeks um, if 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 our faith in Christ and our thoughts of Christ and our our belief about Jesus and our um, the way we live is a response to God's grace in our lives our theology should be in the very depths of our being and the very in our very the marrow of our bones it, it should inform everything we do and how we live our lives and how we respond to the things going on around us to the brokenness of the world around us and how we respond to God's call to repent because God's kingdom is here to to turn toward him to align ourselves to his kingdom principles and this is not easy it's not like we can just get up on Sunday tell everybody hey don't go kill anybody and every and we're all good This is hard. And um, as uh, Jim brought up West Wing, I'm watching West Wing. Wing, uh, I keep saying rain. I am am watching. West Wing, right now. I'm almost on season five, and the uh, well, you can you can stop now. I know, That's... I know. Once once Zoe Bartlett gets kidnapped, or anyway, so spoilers, Spoilers. <laughs> it's been out long enough. Anyway, ah, uh. <laughs> so anyway, uh, there, there's a statement in uh, season three, or I think it is, where uh, two of the White House aides are meet with a guy who's taking his daughter up to visit Notre Dame. And um, that guy is responding uh, or talking to them, and he says about how hard it has gotten to be able to pay for college and whatnot. He says, it should be hard, but it could also be a little bit easier. Um, These are important things. They should be hard. They should be. It should not be easy for us to think through these things. But just because it's hard and not easy to think through it doesn't mean it's not important and not worth thinking through and doing the important work with it, no matter where we are in our faith in Christ. And so, um, I, I hope as you listen to these next few episodes, as we deal with adultery, as we deal with stealing, as we deal with jealousy, um, all, all these uh, fault, bearing false witness, that um, you will realize that these these are not easy things to talk about and to live out. And that's okay. That doesn't mean they're not important. All right. So our next episode will be dealing with uh, no adultery, the seventh commandment. So that should be a fun discussion to have. Um, and so, <laughs> and so uh, yeah, we'll be doing that. We'll be uh, talking about that. Um, no we, we'll be not, not, adultery. Be not, we're not adultery. adultery. We're not we'll be talking about adultery. About talking about we're not going to be doing, talking so, about the commandment. Let's clarify. Actually, <gasps> let's clarify. <laughs> we're actually not doing. Yeah. Okay, anyway. So. Um, Just a reminder, and and at least for the meantime, until they hear about what we're doing next, uh, we are part of the Spirit and Truth podcasting network. You can find out all about that at spiritandtruth.life. Just to remind you all, March 17th through the 19th, the Spirit and Truth Conference will be going on in Dayton, Ohio. You can find out more about that at spiritandtruth.life. Oh, by the way, your three favorite podcasts, Wesleyan, Catechetical Podcast Heroes will be there. Um, and that, that's us, guys.
1: That, that, that's us. us. That's us. That's, that's us. Right. That's, that's us. us. Just in case yeah, yeah. you're
0: wondering. And uh, you can register at uh, spiritandtruth.life. You can register and you can put Podakesis in the discount box and get uh, some money off of your registration. And so we'd love to see you there. And, uh, and that's going to be a lot of fun. Hit us up on social media at Podakesis is where you can find us um, on Instagram, on Facebook, and on Facebook. Twitter. Leave a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. And we, if you have any questions or comments you want to make with us, you can also um, email us at questions at potakesis.com. Jim and Alan, um, y'all have any last words? Y'all good? I'm great. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Well, for Jim, for Alan, I'm Brett Maddox. This has been the Potakesis Podcast. We will talk to y'all later.